This is Revive Zoe Church's podcast, where we will equip you to rise to your God-given purpose. I want to welcome you to Revive Zoe Church. Thank you for being here with us today. It is our privilege to have you. Our vision is for people to be revived through a relationship with Jesus. And our heart is that you may encounter him and may you, you may know him and may you grow in him. See, I remember when I was young, I, I was lost. I was broken. I was addicted to pornography. I was addicted to marijuana. I was addicted to alcohol. I was addicted to cigarettes. I was addicted to tobacco. I, what, what, what I was not addicted to. I tried to so many times stop doing those things that I knew weren't good for me that would hurt my body. And I didn't know how. It took so many trials. And I, I really couldn't. But one day, I had an encounter with Jesus. And when I had that encounter with Jesus, my life changed forever. My life was not the same. And honestly, it was the best decision I have ever made. You know why? I had experienced the power of his resurrection. My, my, my title for today is, The Resurrection Equals Power. Today we're going to be uh, talking from John 11, 23 to 27. And this is what it says. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Mar Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection in the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, that you are the Son of God who is to come into the world. Today I want to talk about relationship with God gives you access to his resurrecting power. What I mean by that is, it's, it's said in this story, in the story of Lazarus. Lazarus was a close relationship. He, he, he knew Jesus. He was friends with Jesus to the point that he was his beloved. You see that Mary in the beginning of this chapter goes and talks to him and says, your beloved is sick. See, he was close to him. See, he was a good friend of him. And, and Jesus was doing what he knew how to do. He was doing, he was ministering, he was serving people, he was loving on people. And he was busy doing all those things. But he decided to continue to do those things and take two days longer to be able to move forward and go and see Lazarus after. And sometimes we could be in situations that we think, Man, where is God in all this? I, I'm going through a hard time in my marriage. I'm going through a hard time in my finances. I'm going through a hard time with my kids. And where is God in all of this? How come God is not hurrying up and, 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 and answering this? And, and how come it's not, he's not answering my prayer and what is happening? I know that you have questioned that. I have questioned that in the past. But what we have to rest on is that Jesus knows best. Jesus, his will is perfect. His timing is perfect. And Jesus, my friends, 
always makes it on time. As we continue the story, we see that his disciples warned him that if he returned to Judea, that he could have been stoned. They were already trying to stone him. And, and, and they, they, they were telling him this so he could have caution. But what's incredible about this is that you see Jesus not caring that he could have been stoned. And he went and did something. He went and took a risk, and he went and to get his friend because Jesus would do anything for his friend. My friends, I got to tell you something. Jesus would do anything for you. Just like he did with Lazarus, that he could have got stoned, and some of these things could have, and he put himself at risk. Jesus would do anything for your relationship, for you. So I encourage you that in the middle of all this coronavirus things that are happening, trust God. Focus on God. Do not let your anxiety get to you. Do not let your situation overwhelm you. But trust in the peace of God because he is God. He is sovereign and he knows best and he knows his timing. So I want to encourage you to do that today. As Jesus went, he arrived to Judea. It was four days after Lazarus had passed away. And this is an interesting point because the Jews believed that after three days, the soul would leave. And that was, that's what they thought. So Jesus comes four days after doing a big miracle, right, that he resurrects, doing something impossible. He resurrects Lazarus. And not only that, on top of that, he breaks their own mindset saying, I'm showing up on the fourth day, and I'm still going to resurrect this guy. This was a big miracle. And it was amazing what Jesus did. He was showing them, I am the Messiah. He was breaking their ways of thinking and was showing him, I am God. You see, Martha responded when he saw him. He said, if you, she said, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. And, and Jesus was like, calm down. It's going to be all right. And Martha says, Where, wherever you tell God, I know that he will do. So you see, Martha had faith in Jesus. Martha was going through one of the hardest situations anybody could go through, losing a loved one. But Martha put her faith in God and knew that Jesus could do it and knew that nothing was impossible for God. So I don't know what you're going through today. And, and, and you could be going through something that seems impossible. But I want to encourage you. Be like Martha. Have faith. Put your faith on God. Put your faith that he will heal you if that's what you need today. Put your faith that, that, that he will do the miracle that you need today. Do, put, put your faith in him that he will do what he said he will do. I'm feeling a word for somebody today. And that is that you have left your hope and you have left that 
that, that calling, that you, that you have lost that purpose, that, that you have filled, like, like, like you have left that. And I want to encourage you today to continue to put your faith in Jesus, that what God called you to do, he will do. Continue to trust him and continue to have the faith in him like she had the faith in him. So as we continue this story, we see that Jesus tells her, your brother will rise again. And Martha says, I know he will rise at the end, in the resurrection at the end. And Jesus was not meaning that at the end. He was meaning now because we see it in the story. And then you see Jesus answers, I am the resurrection and I am the life. And she asked her, do you believe this? The first thing I want to talk about this is this I am statement. There are seven I am statements in the gospel of John. And this is one of them. Jesus goes and does a big miracle and then proclaims a truth after saying I am. For example, after he multiplies the bread, he says, I am the bread of life. Whenever he also says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can go to the Father if not through me. And then in this scenario, he's saying, I am the resurrection and I am the life. See, my friends, he is referring, he's talking to a Jewish audience. And he is telling them, remember your ancestors. Remember Moses. Moses had an encounter in the burning bush. And in that, in that encounter, he told them his name. And he said, when you go talk to Pharaoh and to the people, tell them, I am sent you. I am who I am sent you. And Jesus is referring to that. Jesus is saying, I am God. I am that same God that your ancestors took, that, that took your, your ancestors out from the uh, desert to the promised land. I am God. I am who you, the Messiah that you have been waiting for. I am your hope. I am your peace. And God tells you this, this morning that I am your hope. Put your hope and put your trust in me. And then you see also an even bigger thing that And you see also that he also says an I am statement at the end of this chapter when he's about to be taken by the guards. He says that they're, they're looking for Jesus and they're saying, which one of you is Jesus? And he said, I am. And all the guards fell back. It was a miracle. There is power in Jesus because Jesus is the same thing as the great I am. Him and the Father are one. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? You that is watching me right now, I ask you, do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus is the great I am, that Jesus is almighty, that Jesus is the Messiah, that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe this? 
Because placing your faith in that belief will give you eternal life. So you see in this story, you see that Lazarus and Jesus were very close. They, they even use a term called beloved, which talks about being close to somebody, being intimate with somebody. And they were very close to the point that his sister said it. Your beloved is sick. Come, come help us. And you see, they have spent time together. And I want to ask you, you that's listening to me, I want to ask you to get close to Jesus. I want to ask you that you may take time. How is your relationship with Jesus? In this season, in the middle of this whole coronavirus, COVID-19 circumstance that we're in, how is your relationship with Jesus? Because that is the most important thing that any of us could have. Because that relationship that has been restored is the relationship that's going to connect us to our Father and it's going to give us access to him for eternity. So I know that you'd be Netflix and chilling. I, knew, I know that, that, that you'd be, you know, hanging out at your house. But I want to ask you, have you taken time to get to know Jesus through this quarantine? Is that where your faith is? Is, is, is that where your focus is? You see, th- there's, a, there's a story in the Bible of the Apostle Paul. Before he was the Apostle Paul, he was Saul. And Saul persecuted Christians. Saul hated Christians. He was zealous for the truth that he thought was the truth. So he persecuted Christians because that movement had lifted up. And he wanted to kill them. So he was on his way to Damascus. And he had an encounter with the resurrected Jesus. That it changed him forever from the inside out. It changed his heart that was hard as stone and made it into flesh. And he stopped persecuting Christians. He became love. Not only that, he wrote 13 chapters of the New Testament. The most anybody in the, in the New Testament. He was the, uh, he was the apostle to the Gentiles. He had an encounter. That's the only way you can explain this. He had an encounter with the resurrected Jesus, with the power of the resurrected Jesus. So I want to ask you, how was your relationship with Jesus? Your relationship with Jesus gives you access to his resurrection power. It is through that relationship that any of these bondages that we could carry could be broken. Any of these secret sins that that people deal with, they could be broken. So what area in your life is dead right now? I want to ask you, right there, take a few seconds and analyze your life. And analyze what areas 
seem to go very wrong, seem that are dead? Is it your marriage? Is it your relationship with God? Is it with your kids? Is it your courage to preach the gospel? What is it? And I want to encourage you to talk to Jesus and tell Jesus, I need you. I'm sorry. I need your resurrection power. Because with Jesus' resurrection power, after he resurrected from the dead, you see that the disciples go and wait for the power and the person of the Holy Spirit to come down on them. And after that, they preach the gospel boldly. Not only that, you see many apostles, you see Peter heal people with their shadows. You see the Paul send handkerchiefs and people get healed when they touch it. You see when, when they went to the beautiful gate and there was a lame man there, they were healed. He was healed. You see, there is power in the resurrection. Not just power to do miracles. Power is first to transform your life. From things that were dead to become alive. Just like Jesus died at the cross. Resurrected, sent the Holy Spirit, and one day will return. There is power in that. Not only, and then not only that. Also, there is power when you believe and you're led by the Spirit. And you pray. You pray for people. You, 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 you lay your hands on people. And through faith, God can do the impossible. Not you. It's God. That's how the disciples did it. The disciples healed the sick. Not out of their might. They healed them because the Holy Spirit lived inside of them and manifested himself. So I want to encourage you to step out in your faith. If you have received Jesus in your heart, step out in your faith. And allow God to be manifested through you and somebody else. Allow the Holy Spirit to be glorified. Allow Jesus, allow Jesus to walk through you through the power of the resurrection. So today I want to encourage you. If you don't follow Jesus, if you don't trust him with your life yet, I want to encourage you to trust him with your life. I want to encourage you to put your faith on Jesus. In the same way that Jesus resurrected Lazarus through his resurrection power. He wants to resurrect your life as well. And you might be like, well, I'm not dead. You're right, you're not dead yet. You're not dead. One day you will be. And not only that, you are dead. And you're like, what? What do you mean? Yes, you are dead if you're living in sin. The Bible says that those who are living in sins are dead to those transgressions. But guess what? Jesus came to bring life and life in abundance. So I want to encourage you. If you are not following Jesus right now, and you believe, I, I want to encourage you to believe in Jesus and decide to follow him today. Just repeat this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I believe you. I believe that you died at the cross, that you resurrected, and that you rose again with power. Give me your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. So if you made that prayer today, I want to encourage you. Right there, 
on the on the line. I want I want to encourage you to leave a message. Say I made the prayer. So we can reach out and pray for you. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I want to encourage you and show you and tell you that there is power in the resurrection. Our vision is for people to be revived through a relationship with Jesus. Amen.